Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Ask Mr. DNS podcast. This is Cricket Lou along with Matt Larson. Hi, everybody. And this is an extra special episode. Particularly special, yes. yes. Well, for one thing, it's episode 42, and we all know, being good nerds, the special significance of the number 42. Yes. The answer to the question of the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. Yes. But even more important than that, we have a special guest. The, the people have spoken, mm-hmm. and DNS Reactions is, is joining us, and we're going to preserve his or her identity, so by the time you hear this, his or her voice will be obfuscated. And so I think in the interest of being able to have something approaching a normal conversation or what, what passes for a normal conversation on this podcast, uh, we're going to call this person DR. DR, yes. Right. So DR, would you, would you like to say anything to begin to our millions of listeners? <laughs> you have millions, really? <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope you do. I hope you do. Um, no, nothing in particular. I think this is fun. I hope people like it. I hope the questions are terrible. Uh, well, of that you can be assured. <laughs> yes, yes. I believe that, that that is almost always the case. Although, uh, although we, we often get serious questions, and we do have our, our frequent uh, and long-suffering suffer- uh, listeners and questioners like Giorgio's. Yeah, I would like to think that we have added to the overall body of DNS knowledge. Sure, at the risk of all of our shouting at you. Yes. Yes, yes. Not perhaps, not perhaps correctly, you know. We may have added misinformation to the body of knowledge in some cases. Well, so let's get started. I, I think the obvious first question is, uh, you know, what, what gave you the idea to do DNS reactions? And, um, I guess, and I guess why do you do it? All right, so um, about the time I started, a couple of years ago, um, you had uh, DBA reactions, DevOps reactions, a couple of others, and I really enjoyed those. And I realized there was nothing like it for DNS. You had DNS Borat, and he's funny. Uh, I figured I also want to be funny, but um, I'm not that kind of funny. And uh, these moving pictures, these, these GIFs, they're easy. You type a few words, you steal a GIF, you're done. <laughs> so I, uh, I got started. And uh, within a week, a couple of people picked it up and uh, grew from there up to my current 300-something followers. That's on Twitter or Tumblr or...? That's on Twitter. Okay. Let's see on Tumblr. Let's see. I think 300 is, is, I imagine it's pretty much a self-selected group of people who are pretty interested in DNS, but that's a very impressive proportion of the serious DNS practitioners in the world, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it probably is. Yeah, I have like half that on uh, Tumblr, so around 150. But probably, probably some overlap. Yeah, I, f- I find I actually see them multiple, multiple times. Well, I guess just because I'm old school, so I still do RSS, and I guess I'm subscribed to your Tumblr's RSS feed, and then I see it in Twitter. So sometimes I enjoy them more than once. <laughs> so sometimes I post them more than once by accident. Oh. <laughs> Is there any particular method to your to your thought process, or do you like do you do you think of an idea and then find the GIF, or do you see a GIF and then try to relate it to something in DNS? It goes both ways. Sometimes I see something on a mailing list or. Or, or website, and I figure this is newsworthy, people need to know about this, and or I can make fun of this in some way, 
-hmm. And then I go find a GIF, either by searching with Google or whatever, or in my massive archive. <laughs> you have a massive archive. I have a massive archive, yes. It's all untagged, sadly. So sometimes I just go through that because it, it's higher quality than the general GIF population on the internet because I did some pre-selecting. So in some cases, do you, do you see a, a GIF and you go, I like the GIF, don't know what I'm going to use it for, but I'm just going to grab it. Right. Yeah, right, like that. So, um, yeah, like, like I said, one, one case is where I see a situation, I think this demands a post and a GIF, so I find a GIF. And sometimes I just, just browse GIFs on Reddit or whatever uh, until I come up with an idea. Some GIFs are widely applicable. Um, so it's easy to title them, and some are very specific. So I do come up with something being that related immediately, or you drop it. Interesting, interesting. I, I didn't know that this subculture existed. I mean, I guess I should have realized that it existed by virtue of the fact that, that this is something that you see in various contexts, but <laughs> I'd never thought it through. What culture? You mean animated GIFs? Well, I mean, I knew animated GIFs ex existed. Jesus, anybody who's been around the, the internet for as long as we have <laughs> has, has seen animated GIFs. But the, yeah, the, the, the whole process, I mean, and I, I guess I assumed that people produced animated GIFs and then there were other folks who captioned them. Yeah, yeah that, that, that all happens. I don't do a lot of it. Sometimes I snip uh, a bit, but I, I haven't captioned any GIFs yet. Just the occasional picture. Mm -hmm. you, you just don't have to. There, there's so much out there. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, should we uh, dip into the mailbag, Matt? And, sure. And uh, begin to ask our questions of DR this morning? Yes. All right. Why don't you, do you want to, I already asked a couple. You want to pick one? Ooh, what will I, what will I ask? You're, yeah, absolutely. We'll start with a... Uh, uh, a, a serious, a serious question. What I believe is a serious question, um, and I believe this is one of the one of the ones that came in via uh, email. And it was, which DNSSEC signer has the fewest negative postings from you, and why? That one came in via Twitter, as far as I can see. Um, so I did some statistics. Um, the Excluding anything with zero posts, and <laughs> I have done the fewest posts with LDNS in the title. Ah, okay. So I'm going to guess that one because it was a negative post. Um, beyond that, yeah, what do you call a signer? I mean, PowerDNS is a signer, OpenDNS is a signer, I guess Blind is a signer, uh, NSD is not a signer. I was going to say, my guess is. Uh Somebody's noticing you. You seem to kind of pick on the uh, OpenDNSSEC package. Yes, yes, because um, there, there's something I should explain. <laughs> um, I don't do all the po these posts myself. There, I get a lot of submissions. Uh, I have a couple of frequent submitters um, and some random submitters, like Dwayne submitted a few uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, but like one third of what you see. Is not mine, mm -hmm. if, even if there's no submitter name on it. Um, and there are some, let's say, productive submitters that are also active OpenDNSSEC users, and well, they have certain feelings. <laughs> put it politically. So it's not necessarily your grudge against OpenDNSSEC. 
it is perhaps one of the contributors' grudges against OpenDNSSEC. Yeah, and in general, whatever seems funny. I, I mm -hmm. try not to have a specific opinion, try not to bias it, bias in that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, that goes to one of the other questions that uh, we got tweeted at us, which is, you know, are some or most of your contributors anonymous? Are, is there a way for someone to, uh, to suggest anonymously? Yeah, if you, if you go to the Tumblr page, um, there's a submit button there, and it doesn't require a login. Okay, well, you can tell I've never submitted one because I didn't, I didn't know that. So. Ah, but this is just the beginning, Matt. <laughs> oh, I would say the same, of course. <laughs> well, let's see, what else, um, what else can we ask here? Oh, some, someone wondered, are you DNS Borat? You mentioned DNS Borat a moment ago. Yes, I am not. I am not remotely as funny. Oh. <laughs> I, I was tickled because I was actually once mentioned in DNS Borat, and, and I saved it. I was, I was so flattered. <laughs> so, of course, the, the question is, who is DNS Borat? We, we, had, we had such success uh, you know, flushing DR out of the bushes, Cricket, maybe we should try the same for DNS Borat. Mm, maybe so. Maybe so. Of course, now maybe we have too high, too high an, opin an opinion of ourselves. <laughs> yes, we have our, 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 our first success, and now we think that uh, that means that from now on we're going to be successful. So we're not exactly Woodward and Bernstein. No, no, no. Sorry to our international listeners for the Watergate reference, but... I think some of them, at least, have, have probably seen all the President's Men, or at least know who Woodward and Bernstein are. Oh, I, I, had, a little, uh, I had a little brush with, uh, with one of them. Oh, really? I had a Washington moment one time. Mm -hmm. So this was like, oh man, this was 20 years ago. A buddy of mine was getting married. Um, his mother-in-law was very high up in the Clinton administration. In fact, she was eventually Hillary's uh, chief of staff in the second term. So we got a West Wing tour, uh -huh. which was pretty cool to kind of kind of wander around. Well, I say wander around, not not really, but you'd be surprised. That, so the one place that we couldn't go was the Oval Office, not surprisingly. Sure. And they had sure. a little had a little rope hanging, but I could I could walk up to the rope and look in the Oval Office. And when I did so, standing next to me, also gaping at the Oval Office, uh, was uh, was Woodward. Wow, Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward, well, yeah. That no, is no, wait, cool. no, wait, wait, wait. It wasn't Woodward, it was Bernstein. Oh. Because <laughs> I know what Woodward looks like, and, and somebody, had to, somebody had to say, that's, that's Carl Bernstein. Interesting that he, it was, that, that was the first that he apparently was seeing in the Oval Office. Well, either that or he was just sort of gaping at it, like, how can you resist, even if you've been there before, right? It's the Oval Office. Yeah, yeah. Well, DR, you, now you get to be party to one of the fascinating digressions <laughs> that we inevitably uh, uh, embark upon over the course of recording the podcast. Well, uh, I guess some of your listeners may have had run-ins with a different Bernstein, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, run-in. I suppose that, uh, that betrays a certain sentiment towards, uh, towards uh, Professor Dan's... Uh, Professor Dan's personality, shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. One of our one of our co-founders at, at, at Infoblox, um, Stu Bailey, was at uh, the University of Illinois at Chicago, which is which is where um, Mr. Mr. Bernstein used to be. 
I, I think he may still be there, actually. And, and they're, they're quite good friends. And I don't know why, but Stu somehow has gotten the impression that, um, that DJB and I don't get along. But I, I've never met. Uh, I've never met Mr. Bernstein, and I, uh, Do- I Dr. Bernstein. Doctor, Dr. Bernstein. Yes, excuse me. I've never met Dr. Bernstein, uh, and and um, I don't personally have anything uh, against him. Although I have seen some of the uh, <laughs> withering exchanges <laughs> online between Dr. Bernstein and various other people. I haven't met him either. I I saw him one time. Oh, uh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. He was at. I think it might have been an IETF. It was some DNS-related uh, event. I have so definitely you, seen him at IETF, yeah. DR, would you say you know him? I have never spoken to him. Um, I don't think I've even exchanged emails with him in any meaningful matter, so no. I wonder if he's a podcast listener. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to doubt it. Yeah, I tend to doubt it, too. <laughs> Did you find the list, Cricket? I did. I did. Um, so the next one was another one of our, I would say, somewhat tongue-in-cheek questions, which is, who would win a DNSSEC dance-off, uh, Dakami or Dan York? And Dakami is, of course, uh, Dan Kaminsky. Yes. Um, I am going to answer Warren Kumari. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> no, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Dan, Dan seems wilder, while Dan York is probably... Fitter. I'm not sure how that would play out. So I don't know. Ah, interesting. Interesting. Now Dan has let his hair grow out. I've noticed. Yes. Which which Dan? Oh, sorry, Dan. Dan the, York. <laughs> oh, okay. So during actual dancing, you know, his hair would be flying around, which I would think would be points in his favor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. have to lean mm-hmm. that way as well. Yeah. If we only had a video uh, podcast, uh, a, a vlog, as they say, you know, we could actually imagine having them both on as guests and having a, a dance-off. But I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Well, I, I have another one here. Um, this, this one came from uh, Dwayne Wessels. Uh, are you tired of living in constant fear that someone might uncover your true identity or identities? No. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's never been a hard and fast rule, and there's like 20, maybe 30 people that know. Um, oh, oh, really? Yeah. Literally 20 or 30 people? Yeah, probably. They've done a remarkable job of, of keeping your secret. That's, that's really impressive. That does include some people's partners that don't actually care, so that helps. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, plenty of people know it. It's never been a rule. I think it's just more fun this way. Um, mm-hmm, if, I, mm-hmm. if it looks like I have a certain bias, then it just looks that way, and I don't have to defend it. And uh, like you said, when we discuss making this uh, this recording, it might just be more fun to disguise disguise my voice. So it's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's kind of a game. Well, interesting. I, I'm I'm still surprised that that many people. And so, do you sort of actively swear them to secrecy? Well, they know they shouldn't tell everyone, yeah. Got it, okay. Nothing for Interesting. I, I know there are some people who are, I mean, I have to say I, I was always curious, um, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't lose, lose sleep over, over your identity, but, but I, I hear there are some people who are obsessed to find out, actually. <laughs> yep, yep, I, I know. 
I, I've heard through the grapevine that Roy Ahrens is one of them who, who would like to unmask uh, DR. Oh, is that right? He's also being considered the suspect, of course, for many people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That, that's, that's certainly one way to mis- misdirect, is to be seen looking yourself. Oh, yeah. Hmm. True. Yeah, so, so perhaps, perhaps we're just speaking with our friend Roy right now. It could be. Mm-hmm. We, we could be in on the charade. That's right. That's right. Now no one will ever know. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we ask another another question? Sure. I don't. I don't know that this is this is this a question exactly? This DNS over TLS question. Two great tastes that taste great together. It, it sounds like a question, but the question is invalid. Because <laughs> <laughs> neither of these things are particularly great. I mean, DNS it, it works. <laughs> But it's it, it, it's pretty terrible, of course. And uh, mm-hmm. TLS um, is is complex and big and broken all the time, um, and quite suitable for streaming big big bunches of data like websites. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I feel it might have a lot of overhead for just DNS. So in general, what, what I hear from uh, DNS software vendors and developers is that they are not looking forward to having more TLS in their demons. And the operators mm-hmm. not yeah. lo- are lo- not looking forward to having much more TCP and TLS state in their servers. Well, I was going to ask about that. Is it How much of that is TLS versus TCP? Because I, I have to say one reaction I've always had yeah, there's, there's this knee-jerk reaction in the DNS community to, oh, my TCP is bad, how could we ever, you know, the world would end. But people in the web space, the HTTP crowd has figured out, I don't know, 15 years ago, how to, how to solve this problem of carrying all the state and having all these TCP connections. So it, I don't understand that dissonance. It would seem to me to be a solved, a solved problem. Well, it's, it's a solved problem, but the overhead is likely to still be bigger than UDP, and people have been scaling their DNS farms based on UDP loads for decades. And if they suddenly need to do TCP, they will probably still get in trouble, is my guess. I haven't measured. Hmm. I think that's a good point. I mean, Matt, I think you're right in that, yes, it is possible to build uh, uh, high-capacity web servers that handle a lot of uh, a, a lot of HTTPS transactions but but as DR says um, in order to handle that kind of those kinds of transactions with uh, with DNS you'd have to substantially overhaul your DNS infrastructure that would be my guess yes it, it's not insurmountable but probably more costly mm. than what we're doing today certainly if you also add TLS well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I was surprised to see how far along uh, Unbound was in supporting DLS, uh, DNS over TLS. I followed somebody's link to their little, uh, very clever um, uh, Unbound setup for dealing with uh, running a, a, a local uh, f- uh, validating full resolver. I think it was. I think it was Jan Pete. Who, DNS, who posted it? DNSSEC trigger. Yes, DNSSEC yes, trigger. And, and exactly. they've had that for a while, like a yeah. couple of years, even maybe. Oh, oh, yeah, I was it's just finding out about it. For but a it's very long time. It used to be quite painful on public hotspots and such, 
but I hear it's getting better and better. Yeah, yeah. Clever work, though, I thought. Oh, yeah. I have to say, I do wonder if that is the future of, of DNS, ultimately, if if DNS, like so many other things, is just going to port 80, uh, port 443. Mm-hmm. Or 853? I think it's 853, isn't it? Yeah, yes. Yes, well, but I meant... Eight five three is the port for DNS over TLS. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I understand. I understand what you mean. The the, the same sort of migration. Yeah, I, I literally meant to HTTP. Like mm-hmm. you know, throw throw in the towel. Uh, too many middle boxes, too broken. Let's just let's just send everything through HTTPS and be done with it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a very it's a very reasonable question to ask. It is. Ah, Mr. Larson, I think yours is the next question. It is. How about a lighter one here? Uh, Dwayne Wessels also asks, which is your favorite root server letter? <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, do I need to argue my case, or can I just pick one? Up, up to you. Answer any way you like. Okay, okay. I, 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 um, whenever I need to know something from a root server, I type a dig command, and I generally type D. D is in Interesting. But I'm, I'm not sure why. Hmm. Whose is D? Uh, University of Maryland. Oh, it's the UMD. So, so, of course, it's Anycast now, so it's any number of instances, but but originally UMDs. Yeah, 87 sites, it says here. 87? Yeah. 87 sites. That's oh, that's amazing. right, because they're, um, they're using Packet Clearinghouse, I believe, to uh, augment with some of their footprint. Oh, are they? I thought that they, they were just Anycast um, a lo- uh, among a lot of different organizations. Uh, that could be. Well, I'm, uh, it's like, been... Like F. It, yeah, it's, well, it's been over two years since I was, have been in the smoke-filled room of root server operators. But, um, <laughs> but la- last I recall, they had, you know, I mean, PCH has a pretty big footprint, so I believe they're using, uh, they're using PCH. Yeah. So, but for a long time, Maryland was uh, was not. In fact, it was one of the last root servers to renumber. Um, I don't know when that was. Relatively recently. So, for a long time, it was in a uh, a slash sixteen for the University of Maryland and was not anycast. Yeah, three January twenty thirteen, according to to UMD's announcement. That there was when go. the renumbering happened. Yeah, and it was the formerly Terp dot. UMD.edu. Anybody know why it's called Terp? I, I suppose living where you do, Matt, you know why I, it's called Terp. I, I know. <laughs> my uh, my grandfather actually got his PhD from the University of Maryland. So, are you going to say why it's called Terp? Oh, it's they're they're the Terps, the Terrapins. The Terrapins. Yeah. Kind of a strange mascot. It's a very strange mascot. You're basically a tortoise, right? <laughs> I, I don't know the history of that. Yeah. No, neither do I. But that's that's something that we can. We can look up another time, I guess. Well, we do have a, a, a few more questions. It looks like um, we have a, a serious question here, which is that uh, it's, it seems that you closely follow activities in the IETF. What is your opinion, or what are your opinions, on draft MUX DNS message fragments? All right, that's a good question. Um, well, I took a brief look at it before the call because you warned me. I guess I should admit that. <laughs> um, That's nothing new for us. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet. Um, I don't have an opinion on the whole thing, but there are some things that I notice. Uh, the m- 
one thing that's funny to me is it basically says there are middle boxes, they are misbehaving by uh, touching DNS packages, doing bad things to them. So we're going to change DNS to deal with the middle boxes. And my experience is that middle boxes will just make things worse if you if you don't do DNS, if you do DNS differently, if you deviate from mm -hmm. it. So, right. Um, so the attempt to accommodate them is not going to help. I guess, yeah. That's certainly mm -hmm. what, what comes to mind. Um, another thing, it says to avoid DNS amplification and reflection attacks. DNS cookies is a mandatory requirement. And I see more and more drafts pointing to each other, um, carrying each other over the threshold, it seems. And I, I feel that many of these things should be policy for an administrator instead of drafts and eventual RFCs demanding they be used together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. The idea of yeah carrying the other the other draft over the threshold because uh, the DNS cookies, although it's it's been implemented at least in some prototype form in, in Bind, for example, is is still not a, an internet standard. I mean, for heaven's sake, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking in the update that I was mentioning earlier about the the core IPv6 uh, RFCs still not being internet standard. Right, but well, they are RFCs at least. Yeah, yeah, at least that. I my reaction to this is, you know, it, it adds a fair amount of complexity. Wouldn't it be easier to just do TCP? I mean, I, I guess the advantage is that you're you're keeping the state in the server. You're not dependent on the operating system. But it it does seem like a slippery slope that is awfully close to just doing TCP. Yeah. Yeah, that you if you keep on leavening on all of this complexity like cookies and so forth, do you eventually get to the point where you may as well have just done say TLS or TCP, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Well, we're uh, we're running out of questions here. <laughs> what uh, I one one more I see here is um, if uh, if PowerDNS is the Windows XP of DNS, what OS would DJB DNS be? Oh, that's a fun one. That's a fun <laughs> one. So, uh, for listeners that don't know, PowerDNS being the Windows XP of DNS is actually something uh, Bert of PowerDNS said himself. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a fine product, but it, the, the, um, he meant any version before 3, I think, um, because those are really old, but really popular, and everybody keeps running them. Uh, but mm -hmm. to answer the question, what operating system would DGB DNS be? Basically, we're looking for an operating system that died 15 years ago, but <laughs> is still stable, and would still work today, mostly. Um, mm. So, like, BSDI, or... Ooh, I, don't know, I like or, that. Or, I don't know, QNX, although that's still around. Something like that. Yeah, it's something I would imagine that also sort of philosophically was designed with security in mind, like DJB DNS was. Yeah, yeah well, OpenBSD also comes to mind, but they're still updating that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sort of disqualifies OpenBSD. Yeah, so, so one of those. Or maybe VxWorks, which is cool enough to go out into space <laughs> and run out of disk space on the flash drive. <laughs> Is that on? Uh, is that on one of the rovers, or what's the? That's ringing a bell, but I don't remember the exact uh, uh, 
incident you're talking about? I, I don't I don't remember exactly either. I think it was like the, the FAT faucet driver that fragmented or lost some free space. And I, th- I think it might have been a rover, but you would have to look it up if you cared enough. Mm. Oh, so has everyone seen The Martian? I haven't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Please, no spoilers. Okay. Oh, have you read the book? I haven't. Oh, yeah, my. Even, even better. Yeah, if, obviously, if, if, if there are spoilers to be had, then you haven't read the book. But the book is fantastic. Yeah. Cricket, yeah. Great I a, read. I have a recollection. Have we talked about the book or the movie on the podcast? I, I don't know that we have. I think we did uh, fairly recently, actually, because I, I finished reading the book just um, uh, not too long before the movie came out. I wanted to make sure that I read it first. I know it was not in, uh, in 41, otherwise I can't tell you. Okay. No, so I, I actually ended up reading the book twice. I, uh, I, I just, I, like, I went, I went back to read, like, I was going to read the end. Sometimes I'll do this. I'll read the end of books if they have a particularly good ending or there's a particularly good passage. It's just kind of fun to read it again. Mm-hmm. And I just ended up reading the whole book again. Yeah, wow. yeah. A book so nice, you read it twice. Yes. <laughs> and the and the movie I thought was very well done. Didn't, yeah. Didn't get everything in the book, but and changed it a little bit, but in ways that I think didn't hurt the story. Hmm. Yeah. And 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 I thought Matt Damon, frankly, was perfectly cast in the lead. I I couldn't imagine anyone else in that role. So they should be a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think Andy Andy uh, Weil actually lives around here. You know, he he was working as a software engineer, and he lives around here somewhere. In fact, I think he was working for Mobile Iron or one of the other um, mobile device management companies. Well, I, I I sense that feeling we get when we sort of are slowing down and <laughs> running out of material. There are two questions in the list you sent me that we haven't done yet. Oh. Yes, and it sounds like it, and it sounds like uh, Dr. is eager to address those questions as well. Well, if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so cricket, do you want to ask one? I feel like I've been asking a lot of questions here. Uh, sure. Well, um, one of them, one of them, which is uh, obviously a very important question, which is uh, how many Emma Stone uh, gifts do you have in your collection? So I had a quick browse and I couldn't find <laughs> any immediately. Jennifer Lawrence, however. Ah, yeah. It was just, just what, I, what I happened to run into. I think I posted a couple of Emma Stone gifts over time. Um, mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. no, my, like I said earlier, the, my, my archive, there are no tags on it. It's just slightly higher quality than the random stuff on the internet, so it's easier to get a hit. But I, uh, I can't give an exact answer. Okay. But, but perhaps more Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I spotted a few of those while trying to count Emma Stone, yeah, so probably. (laughs) Yeah, you you know how you know you're getting older is when you hear these names of stars in current pop culture and you can't immediately place who they are and you have to, like, go to Wikipedia and look at somebody's article and go, oh, yeah, that person. Oh, I I, I do a pretty good job of keeping keeping tabs of these ones. I know, you're you're more on top of pop culture than I am. (laughs) Right, and then the the last one, uh, if I'm if I'm keeping track here, is uh, which country are you located in, and are you male or female? Oh, that's not what it says. It says which country are you located in, male or female? To which I <laughs> <laughs> somebody on Twitter already replied, "Those are not countries." <laughs> yes, like neither. Add, neither. 
I, I, I've read <laughs> that they are planets, though. Um, mm. um, I don't think I'll comment on this one. Understandable. Although I, I would have to add that if I commented, it wouldn't really help. <laughs> ah, that's very interesting. Yeah, it's a clue. It's a clue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm checking your uh, Twitter history to see if you missed any questions there. Oh, here's one for Robert Edmonds that you missed. My fridge sending unsolicited updates and zone transfers to my DNS server. Great idea or greatest idea? Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go with neither again. Um, but, of course, this is unavoidable. There, there will be software in everything. Um, and this is only getting bigger. And there will be DNS stops in everything. Then there will be DNS resolvers in everything. And people already are finding validating recursive resolvers in light bulbs um, because flash storage is getting bigger so people just stick full Linux distributions on there um, so I'm not sure the question is is this a good idea or not because the people building these things have already gone past that they can so they are not looking to see if they should I guess I don't follow, but there's a Twitter handle that somebody uh, somebody retweets called Internet of Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's quite some good stuff on there, yeah. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think we should wrap it up also because we're at sort of the magical near half an hour time for podcast episode. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we'd really like to thank DR for... Uh, spending his or her time with us today and uh, you know agreeing to do this in the first place. Of course, no problem. Thank you. And I guess we'd like to remind everyone, as, as usual, uh, send your questions to MrDNS, MRDNS at ask-MrDNS.com. So, until next time... With, with Borat, right? right? Yeah, until next time, with hopefully with DNS Borat. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. Right, bye, everybody. Bye-bye.